Thank you for tuning in to the World Overcomers podcast. On behalf of our senior pastor, Andy Thompson, we appreciate your continued support and generosity. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast to receive updates when we post new content every week. If you would like more information or want to make a contribution to World Overcomers or Pastor Andy, visit www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast. Once again, that is www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast. Enjoy the message. And so my topic for tonight is anomaly. I want somebody to type that in the chat. Anomaly. I want somebody to declare already, I am an anomaly. Now you may say, Pastor Tony, what in the world is an anomaly? Let's get into it. The definition of an anomaly is this, something different, something abnormal, something peculiar. Doesn't that sound familiar in Scripture? Or not easily classified. Another, another definition is a deviation from the common rule or something that is irregular. I want somebody to type anomaly. See, the word of God says that we are a chosen generation, we are are a royal priesthood, and we are a holy nation, and we are a peculiar people. In other words, let's translate this, because you look, because you belong to me, God is saying, you're different. I want somebody to type, I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. I am different. I am different because not because I'm so special, because of who I belong to. I belong to God the Father, the one that said, let there be and there was, the one that hung the moon up in the the stars. We are different because our Father cannot be classified. He cannot be contained. He cannot really be defined. He who was and always was and is and is to come. Our God is different. And if the father be different, we his children, we're different. So we're anomalies. And I'm going to break it down a little bit. When it says that we're different, we're abnormal. The word of God said that we are peculiar people, not easily classified. Have you ever felt like a kind of a fish out of water in, your market, in the marketplace, in your job place? Even this, this, uh, this past weekend um, uh, for, for Thanksgiving, have you felt kind of peculiar? Not strange and not weird, but you just don't fit the norm. You can't be easily classified. They try to put you in this box, but that box doesn't fit. They try to put you in this lane, and you can't fit in this lane. God is saying, stop trying to fit in. You're peculiar people. My hand is on you. My anointing is on you. Even my favor is on you. And when the hand of God is on you, prepare to stand out. You're an anomaly. I want somebody to declare that right now. I am an anomaly. A further definition is this. After all the, all the analysis is done and all the possible outcomes are considered, this one is different. And so you might say, well, Pastor Tony, well, if I'm so special and I'm such an anomaly, why am I going through this? And why am, I, why am I in this situation? And why do I have these enemies coming against me? Listen, let me tell you, the only way you can stand out as an anomaly is that your outcome is different. <laughs> and so leaving out of 2022 and going into 2023, I want you to declare that my outcome is going to be different. See, we have bought the lie that 
our circumstance, because we are followers of Jesus Christ, because we are children of God, of the God most high, that our circumstances are just going to be different. I would, I would say this quite the contrary. The, the, the reason that we are so peculiar, the reason that the, and the way that God can show that his hand is on us is that our circumstances are the same, <laughs> but our outcomes are different. And so I declare right now over your life, you may be going through sickness. You may be going through a hard time financially. You may be going through a hard time raising your children and and your family and the comings and goings. But I declare right now under the anointing of God that your outcome is going to be different. You're an anomaly. You're, the, you're going to be the one that beats the odds. You're going to be the one that doesn't give in and doesn't break down and doesn't give out. Why? Because the hand of God is on you. You're different. You're peculiar. You're special. And certain things that apply to other people does not apply to the children of God. I'm not just making this up, y'all. I'm not just making this up. I want to give you a couple of, of anomalies that are in the Word of God, that are in the Bible. Let's look at Sarai. She ended up being Sarah. No 90-year-old 90 woman should be able to have babies. That's an anomaly. Somebody type anomaly. <laughs> Moses, you, you, people don't part water and walk on dry land. That is something peculiar. That is something different. That is something beyond the pale of the norm. Moses was an anomaly. What about David? No little Rudy boy that was fair to look upon should be able to beat a seven, eight-foot giant. That's an anomaly, y'all. When the anointing comes on you, it puts super on your natural, and you're able to do what normal men cannot do. You're able to go where normal men cannot go. Why? Not because you're so good. Not because you're so grand. It's because of who's in you and working through you. You are. An anomaly. Got another, I got another example for you. Elijah. People normally feed birds, <laughs> but God calls ravens to come and feed the prophet. That's an anomaly, y'all. That is something that is an irregularity. It bucks the system. And I want you to know that we are in this world, but we are not of this world. Meaning that we are literally peculiar people, meaning that the systems and the, and the ways and the methods of, these wor- of, the, of this world does not apply to us. We're different. We are an anomaly. And the last one I want to share with you is when the children of Israel walked around, walked around the walls of Jericho. There is, no, uh, there is no scientific or logical reasoning why people shouting should make a wall come down. But when you obey God, when you follow God's instructions to every dot and tittle, and when you obey God through faith, your Jericho wall can come down for you where it will not come down for other people. Why? Because you're an anomaly. Jesus prayed for us like this, y'all. In John 17 and 15. Look at the wisdom of Jesus here. John 17 and 15 through 18, it says this. It says, I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so have I sent them unto the world. What Jesus was saying, it's like, in order for my will to truly be manifested, 
in order for my glory to truly be uh, gotten in this world and magnified to the highest degree, I can't take you out of the world. So many times as Christians, we'll say, God, I want you to take me out of this work environment. And I want you to take me out of this neighborhood. I want to, as soon as I can, God, I want you to elevate me and put me around all around Christians. And we're playing worship music and we're, we're just having a prayer time and devotional. Yeah, that sounds good. But how is the world ever going to change if people with light are amongst other people with light? The only thing that makes darkness back up is if light is present. So could it be possible that God planted you in that neighborhood? Could it be possible that God planted you on that job where all kind of confusion is going on? Could it be possible that God placed you in the middle of chaos to prove that you're an anomaly? To prove that he is God all by himself? To prove that when God gets involved, it changes everything. I want you to understand that we are ambassadors. The same way that there are ambassadors for the United States, that whenever they are sent abroad, they represent the, the, the power and the full good credit of the United States of America. So much so that when there was an embassy over in another country, it's sovereign land, even though it's in another land, that land is classified as sovereign land of the United States. The reason I'm saying that is wherever you go, the kingdom goes. I want somebody to type that tonight. The kingdom follows me. Wherever you go, wherever you work, wherever you sleep, wherever you play, wherever you recreate, whatever it is, whatever, where, whatever and whenever and wherever that you go, the kingdom of God is backing you up. And if we get revelation of that, we would worry less. If we get revelation of that, we wouldn't be so scared to step out in boldness when we know what is backing us. That's the reason those ambassadors can go in other countries and meet with other high-level high officials because they know that there is something backing them up. And oh, if we would understand the revelation that the kingdom and the government of God is backing us up. And because God's name is at stake, and because his kingdom is at stake, God will never look bad. God will never taste the agony of defeat. Why? Because God is God, and he always wins. And if we trust in him, we'll always win. You're an anomaly. I don't care what odds you're facing. With man, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. It's not that God wants to take you out of it. And yes, God is a deliverer, and he will deliver us from certain situations and certain people and, 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 and certain uh, adversities. Yes, God is a deliverer, but God also is a sustainer where we are. And could it be possible that God wants to prove that he's a keeper? That God wants to prove that despite everything that you're facing, I'm still keeping them. Not only are they surviving, but they're thriving in what I called them to do. I want somebody to type that tonight. I'm a thriver. I'm not just a survivor. 
I'm a thriver. The, the, the area around me may look desolate and may look barren, but God is making me an oasis in the middle of the desert. And when people see all these tumbleweeds going around and they see all this barrenness and dryness and they can look at me and say, how in the world are you flourishing in the middle of all this calamity going on? And then guess what we can do, y'all? We can point to God and give him his glory. And then we can show people a path to get to God. What is it about you? What is it about you when they're talking about layoffs? You're not worried. Why? Because I know in who my source is. And as a result, I am an anomaly. I'm not going to worry like the world worries. I'm not going to stress like the world stresses. I'm not going to strive and struggle like the world strives and struggles. Why? Because I am, y'all guessed it, an anomaly. I was thinking about this as I was preparing for this message, and God, he, he took me back to, to Exodus. And, he, and there is a particular word of a town that's in the middle of Egypt, and it's called Goshen. G-O-S-H-E-N. Goshen. I want somebody to type that. I want you to do some study on that, but just, just a quick little Cliff Notes version. Goshen was the place that Joseph found favor from Pharaoh for all his family, his descendants to settle. During that time, they were not slaves, but eventually they became slaves. But Pharaoh let the children of Israel stay there, even though they were slaves. And even though they were building uh, Pharaoh's pyramids and all those things, there was a place where they resided, a camp, a territory within Egypt called Goshen. Now, you may say, Pastor Tony, what, what does that have to do with anything? And why is that of, of any significance? Let me tell you, whenever the, when, when Moses came to finally deliver the children of Israel and all these plagues came and, and, and the moon turned to blood and, and, and all these locusts and all these plagues came, Everything happened over the whole country and on all the provinces of Egypt except for Goshen. They were the anomaly. You would think that when a whole country is, is, is having disease and pestilence and, and death and, and children are dying and, 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 and rivers are turning to blood and all this stuff, you would think it would affect the people, everybody in the land. It affected everybody except the anomalies. And I want you to know, if you're in the middle of a war zone, there is a promise over the children of God that he will keep you. He will protect you. He will uplift you. And not only did they survive, y'all, but they were thriving. It was like, how in the world are their cattle doing better than our cattle? How in the world are the children of Israel, how how in the world are, are their crops growing better than our crops when they're working for us? Because there was a blessing in the place of Goshen, in the place, the ark of safety. And I want you to know when we stay in the ark of safety, because of obedience to God's word, we create a Goshen place for ourselves. We, when, when we are seeking after God's face and not his hand and, and when we are praying and when we are, we are communing with God and when we are passionate about our pursuit of him, we create a Goshen around us, meaning that we can be in the middle of a war zone. We can be in the middle of all types of chaos and turmoil 
and there's peace where we are. There's an anomaly-like peace. There's an anomaly-like a presence of God where the things going on around us do not impact us. My prayer for you today is that you find your Goshen place. Not that God, now I, now I am praying that God delivers you. And he sets you up on a, on a high pinnacle. I, I, be, I am believing God for that for you. But until then, while your deliverance is on the way, you're going to have some peace. While your deliverance is on the way, other people that took that medicine that are having those side effects, that's not going to be your case. So you have to understand we're special. We have certain, we have certain rights and privileges that the world does not have. We got to claim hold to what God has for us. I hope you're being blessed tonight. I want to share with you just a couple of keys of living the life of an anomaly. And an anomaly is not just a title. It's not just a label. But it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Somebody type, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Now, if you're going to be an anomaly, you have to fall out of love with being light. That's number one. You have to fall out of love with being light. Because when you start going up when everybody's going down, when you start thriving when everybody else is drying up, when you start excelling when everybody is going backwards, there's going to be people that's going to be applaud, applauding you, and there's going to be some people that will hate you for no other reason than you're an anomaly. It has words like, oh, you think you're better than everybody else. Oh, you ain't so special. God will bless me too. Those are words of haters that detest you because you're an anomaly. Because you were willing to pay the price to be in right relationship with God. It's a reproach to them. So you have to fall out of love of being liked. So if, if you need their approval, this is not going to work for you. If you need to be liked, if you need to be applauded and welcome into every room and, and be invited to brunch and all that stuff by people that you know don't mean you any well, this will not work for you. But if you're willing to walk the walk, sometimes a solitary walk, God says, I can make you an anomaly. I can make you different. I can use you in a new and, and diverse way. Number two, know that your difference creates value. Oh, this is good, y'all. I want somebody to type, type that. My difference creates value. There are so many people that are trying to be carbon copies or whatever. They're trying to dress like this, and they're trying to talk like this, and they're trying to find out what the latest trend is so that they can be relevant and get followers and all those things. But do you ever notice that, that people that follow the trends, trends change like weather, and people change their shoes? But the real thing that people ascribe real value to is the thing and the people that are different. So I want you to know that in your marketplace, in your place of business, in your family even, your difference is your value. I'm going to say that again. Your difference is your value. It's not your ability to fit in and conform. It is your ability to follow the voice of God and be different. I didn't say be strange. I said be different. Be peculiar. Be special. Let there be something different about your response in the break room. And I tell you, you will create value. Be the first one to show up. 
the last one to leave, the one that gets their, gets their assignments done the fastest and the quickest without any, any, any um, when, when he turn it in, your boss knows that it's done right. Be the one that's different. And that creates your value. Being with the, being with the herd never gets you anything but more safety. But stepping out, it's a risk. It's a risk of haters. It's a risk of failure. It's a risk to look bad. It's a risk to people say you're, you're brown nosing. It's a risk to people say you're just kissing up to the boss and you're trying to be in people's face. But what is the benefit of being the same just like everybody else? And God made you to stand out and be different. Somebody say, I'm different. I'm an anomaly. Number three, live uncompromising. In other words, don't settle. If you're an anomaly, if you know that you're the head and not the tail, you're above only and not beneath, you're, you're a royal priesthood, you're a son and daughter of the most high God, all those things we like to declare. Let me tell you something. When you're royalty, when, when you're royalty there's a certain level of decorum you expect in life. You know, Prince Harry and uh, Prince uh, Charles and well, King Charles now, they're, 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 there is a certain level of treatment and food and accommodations that they expect for no other reason that they believe what other people told them about them, that you are royalty. And when you are royalty, there's a certain level of, 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 of expectation you come to expect, a certain way that you walk, a certain way that you eat, a certain way that you encounter people, and a certain way that people encounter you. So what am I saying? When you are an anomaly, when you are just different, when you're built different, when you're moving different, there's a certain level of treatment that you just will not settle for. Say, no, 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 no. This sickness that has come to me, I don't accept it. I don't accept it. I don't settle it. I don't, well, I thank you, Lord, for a reasonable portion of life. No, no, no. You said in your word, God, that healing is the children's bread. So right now, I'm taking a slice. I'm going to eat it, and I, I expect divine healing in order to come to my body. I'm not going to settle for a lesser, a lesser level of manifestation. When, God, you said, when, I, when I know I can have this, why should I settle for that? Don't settle. Don't settle. Don't settle for acrimony all in your family and, and amongst your, your, your brothers and your sisters. No, God, you said that everything that God has given me is for a blessing to my life. I will not accept my children running out in the street. God, you gave me my children for signs, for wonders and miracles. And as an anomaly, as one of your special, peculiar children, I, may, I lay hold on the claim of the promises that you already made. I'm not being disrespectful for making a demand on what you've already promised me. You're different. You should expect different outcomes. Romans 12 and 2 says this, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. This is the reason for it, y'all. That ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Not only should we transform our minds, but the first thing we have to do, we have to reject confirmation. I'm going to say that again. Before we can renew our minds, the Scripture is telling us 
to not conform. Meaning do not fit in. Don't fit in. Don't conform, but transform. Do you hear me? Don't conform. The Word of God is admonishing us to transform, meaning that I am going to change. I'm not going to morph to fit in. I am going to step out of the, out of the confines of what is expected for me to do as a woman, for me to do as a man, for me to do as a minority, for me to do as, as a person my age. I will not conform to the box that you put me, that you, that you built for me. I will transform. And how are we going to do that? We're going to do that through the renewal of our minds. It's how we think about ourselves and how, about we, how we think about who we belong to. For this purpose, so that we may prove what is the good and what is the acceptable and what is the perfect will of God. Last, I want to leave with you. This walk is not going to be normal. And why would you expect it to be? Let me, man, come on, let's, let's, come on, let's, let's talk for a second. We are children of the most high God. We should do exploits. There should be something special happening all the time in our lives. But we've gotten too used to mediocrity and just having mundane existence. When we are holding in the bosom of our hearts and in our spirits, the one who created the universe, y'all. It is, it, we, we, we are living so be- beneath and below what God has for us. Jesus said, I wish above all that you prosper and you be in good health even as your soul prosper. Could it be possible reaching out for all this earthly prosperity when the first place we need to work on and prospering is our souls? And if we pay attention and tend to what God is paying attention to, attention to all these other things will flourish. Can I tell you, you're, you are an anomaly. You are different. Out of everybody in your family, look, look, look at how God has blessed you. Look at the hand of God on your life. Out of everybody that, that graduated from your class, look at what God has done with you. Out of everybody that came out of your city and did what you did and sold drugs like you did and, and all those things, look how God has blessed you. And if you can admit that God has had his hand on you, that you're an anomaly, Millions didn't make it, (laughs) but I'm glad I'm one of the ones who did because God's hand is on you. And going into 2023, I want you to live with this knowledge in your head that I'm different. Not strange, but I'm different. God's hand is on me. There is something special about me. When I walk in the room, help, help walks in the room. When I go to the doctor, I'm expecting a different and better report. Why? Because... The hand of God is on me. I am a royal priesthood. I'm a chosen generation. I'm a peculiar people that God is going to get his glory out of in the remainder of this year and and throughout the rest of my life. So I want you to get up every day, and I want you to start expecting different outcomes. I may be going through it. This may be my circumstance, but my outcome will not follow the path of others. I am an anomaly. I'm different.
God is going to do something different with my life. Come on, let's pray. God, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, that you have called us out of darkness into your marvelous light. So, God, we thank you right now, Lord, that as we're about to go into this final part of this holiday season and wrap it up this year, God, that you are reminding us how special we are. Thank you, Lord, for for reminding us and giving us little winks and giving us little post-it notes to let us know that we're special, to let us know that we are above only and not beneath, to let us know that your hand is on us and your favor follows us wherever we go. So, God, right now, Lord, we take hold of our difference, knowing that our difference creates our value. So, Lord, right now, we thank you, Lord, Lord, that you have made us different. You have made us peculiar. You have made us to not fit in. And, Lord, as a result, God, you're going to use us. As soon as we embrace our differences, God, Lord, we thank you that you are going to elevate us. You're going to give us favor. You're going to give us knowledge. You're going to give us the secrets of the kingdom as we embrace how you made us. Lord, we thank you, Lord. That you're making every crooked path straight, God. As we enter this holiday season, Lord, we thank you, Lord, we, that you're meeting every need. Lord, that we won't go through depression this, this, this holiday season, Lord, because we are an anomaly. We won't suffer a, 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 a household strife and all this bickering, God, because we are an anomaly. Lord, our children will be blessed, Lord, above all, above all other people, God. And we will move and flow in your blessing, not only the remainder of this year, but, Lord, the remainder of our lives. And people will be able to look at us and say, there is something different about us because of your blessing that is on us, your anointing that is on us. And yes, God, even your favor and your hand that's on us. God, would you keep us? Would you bless us? Would you let us know and give us a reminder that we are yours and you are ours, God? We love you. We bless you. And we thank you, Lord, that you're using our difference to make a difference in this world. It is in Jesus' name that we pray and believe. Amen and amen. We pray that you were blessed by this word, and I hope you got a little, you know, that, that, that your confidence is built up. Say, no, I'm no longer going to lay by, put my head down and be ashamed because of my difference. No, I'm standing up in boldness because cause God shaped and made me like this in my mother's womb, and there was a blessing in my difference. Lord, I, I thank you so much for joining us tonight, and we'll see you next Wednesday and this Sunday as we go further in worshiping God and in the Word of God. God bless you. We love you. We'll see you next time. Peace. Hopefully you were blessed and encouraged by this message. Visit www.worldovercomers.church podcast for more information on WOCC and events that are coming up. Maybe we are coming to your area soon. God bless.